0: To Embrace the Wrestle, a podcast about everything under the umbrella of mental health and general life issues. Join me, Ladima Cummings, your host. I've been a mental health professional for over 30 years, and I've personally dealt with depression as well as family issues of addiction. We all deal with life struggles and mental health issues and we all need to look after our mental health just as we do our physical health. Guess what? It's all connected. I want to help you gain a better understanding of how mental health disorders occur, how we can treat them, and better yet, how we might prevent them. We're all in this together, so let's stomp out the stigma related to mental health issues. Hello. And welcome to podcast number 12. Today, I'm going to be talking about learning, intuition, and decision making. I know it's been a while since the last podcast, actually two months. I hadn't planned on taking a two-month hiatus. It just happened. I know we're all busy. So I hope you get that. I think it was a little more than just being busy, though. During the last couple months, I've been listening to a variety of different podcasts that have been opening my mind to new ideas or at least providing me more information about things I already knew a little bit about. Mostly about how our thoughts create our reality. And I've been doing some reading, too mostly along spiritual lines. And I also hired a coach, a life coach, to assist me with decisions I'm making about the Willow Group, my baby. It feels good to get back to the podcast. And if you've been a listener or a follower in the past, thank you so much for sticking around. And if you're new to this podcast, welcome. I do want to add that one of the things that was probably part of the two-month hiatus is that I rarely receive any feedback about the podcast. And so that would always make me make me wonder if anyone was really out there. Now, I do receive stats from the, the platform I use to send the podcast out. So I knew that the podcasts were being listened to. And of course, that was encouraging. But with that being said, please give me some feedback. I would love to hear from you. I want to know what you like and what you would like more of. And of course, I'm open to constructive criticism. I just ask that you be kind. <laughs> you can always contact me via email at Ledema at embrace the wrestle.net. Now that's all lowercase L A D E M A at E M B R A C E T H E W R E S T L E dot net. Or you can reach me reach out to me on Instagram at embrace the Wrestle and you can visit the website at www.embracetherustle.net. And as always, I'll list all these in the show notes as well. So how have you been? Have you been enjoying the summer? What did you do on your summer break? Didn't we always get asked that when we returned to school in the fall? I do hope you've had an enjoyable summer and that you've had some time to relax and take a breath. Did you have any fun adventures? If so, I'd like to hear about that. Time goes by so quickly. It's already the end of August. Fall is just around the corner. It seems like it was just a couple of weeks ago that we unofficially started the summer with the Memorial Day weekend, and now here we are about to unofficially end the summer with Labor Day weekend. Brian and I have had a good summer so far. We live in Indiana, which means the, the weather is never predictable. We can experience all four seasons in just one day. Now, we haven't had any wintry days, but we've certainly had some stretches of very mild summer weather mixed in with stretches of very hot, humid weather. One of Brian's daughters and her family live in New York State we always look forward to the Henry's annual visit. We always try to get everyone together when they're here. And this year, we weren't able to get everyone here on the same day, but everyone did get a chance to visit. When I say everyone, I'm referring to our combined families. Brian has another daughter and her family who live here locally, and my son and his family live locally. So back to the podcast and the Willow Group. I've been planning on starting the coaching side of the Willow Group, offering life coaching for quite some time now. But my problem or dilemma has been figuring out how I wanted to narrow my focus for coaching. I'm going to give a shout out to Sam, if you're listening. Sam is someone that I worked with during my very early years in the blood bank at Methodist Hospital. I went to work there when I was a mere 16 years old, and Sam is who I would go to with my questions. He soon nicknamed me Dima Dilemma, and the thought of that still makes me smile today. I know we all struggle with decisions from time to time. Is there a decision you're dealing with? And if so, what thoughts are occupying space in your mind? What are you contemplating? Are there changes you want to make in your life, but you're just not sure which direction to go? In the very beginning of my thought process about coaching, I thought I would be coaching women who were getting ready to retire or who had just retired and helping them to figure out what they wanted their retirement life to look like. Now, not from a financial perspective, but from a a sense of purpose and fulfillment, because that's certainly something I have experience with as I'm preparing for retirement in the not so distant future. But then I decided I needed to offer coaching for something more mm, important, for lack of a better term. So I came up with three different potential areas. Helping families deal with a loved one with dementia, specifically helping these families with the decision to place their loved one in a nursing home or assisted living, or helping families who had just made that very difficult and emotional decision. So you see, for the last five years, I've worked with dementia patients and their families. So I have professional experience along these lines. I also thought of helping stepmoms with teenagers. Step parenting can be a very difficult path to navigate. And I have personal experience with step parenting. I also thought of coaching moms with adult children who have an addiction. Another area that I have personal experience with. You know, I used to say that Being a stepmom was the hardest thing I've ever done until I became the mom of a son with an opiate addiction. With whatever decisions you're thinking about, whatever changes you want to make, do you see options, a variety of choices, or are you at the point where you just know that you want to make a change? As I was considering these three areas of coaching, I reached out to some of my friends for their thoughts and opinions. And all three areas had advocates with good reasoning behind them. However, there were two people who had very strong recommendations for the same area of coaching. The one area that I really didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Coaching moms with adult children with addiction. And one of these individuals was actually my son. And the other, a dear friend who was part of my podcast mastermind group. My response to both of them was an emphatic, no, I don't want to do that. It's, it's too difficult and too sad. And both of them, individually, gave me essentially the same feedback. And that was, you've been through this. You've learned Isn't it your responsibility to share with other moms what you've learned and and what helped you? My response to both of them at that time was Hmm, I still don't want to do it. If you were voting for which group I should start coaching, which would it be? Thinking about the decisions or changes that you want to make? Who can you talk to about it? Who do you trust? to give you honest feedback? Who do you trust that will not just tell you what they think you want to hear? Or who do you know that will really care about your dilemma? What resources might you be able to explore to help with your decision or change? Well, I joined three different support groups on Facebook. One related to families dealing with dementia, a stepmom group, an appearance of addicts group as i initially began to read the posts from each group my emotional and visceral responses were predictable while reading the posts from the dementia group i felt comfortable i understand the process of dementia and the challenges that families face as i would read the posts related to stepmoms i would become angry The way some stepmoms are treated by their husbands, stepchildren, and even the biological moms would make my blood boil. And then there was the group of parents with adult children who were battling addiction. I would feel so very sad as I read these gut-wrenching posts. Now, there were posts of success, kids getting out of the addiction cycle, But by far, the majority of the posts were about kids in the throes of addiction, and the hopelessness was palpable. So, as you might surmise, I made my decision. I decided coaching family members dealing with dementia was the way for me to go. So, I put out some feelers, made a few statements on social media, and what did I get back? crickets. Hmm. There are so many ways we can gather information to help us with decisions and changes. The internet can be a blessing and a curse when it comes to this. There's so much information at our fingertips, and it can be overwhelming to sort it all out. And we all know not everything we read on the internet is true. But I do believe the internet can be a good source of information and it can lead us to more places to gain more in-depth information. The internet can lead us to blogs, articles, books, podcasts, and even coaches. Now remember during this time, these past few months, I've been learning new things, learning different ways to think about life, and learning more about my intuition and and my spiritual guides, or what some might call guardian angels. So I decided to look to my spiritual guides for answers, or I guess confirmation for my decision. I decided that I would see a bluebird as a sign that I had made the right decision to coach families dealing with dementia. So I politely ask my guides to show me a bluebird. That would mean my decision was confirmed. Well, no bluebirds anywhere. Now, mind you, friends that live within a couple miles of us often see bluebirds in their backyards. So I know they're around. We have a bird feeder out back. No bluebirds. I'm often driving in rural areas, and you guessed it, no bluebirds. Now, I do have to say that I did see several calendars with bluebirds on them while working in some of the different nursing homes. Now, maybe some would say that that counts, but I know in my mind and heart, I wanted to see a real live bluebird. I'm curious. Are there signs that you look for when making a decision? So with no bluebirds and the mm, unsettled feeling I had, my dilemma continued. Then one day I was listening to a podcast in my car, a, a podcast that my son had suggested I listen to. I honestly don't remember the name of it, but the message of the podcast was that God wants us, expects us to share what we've learned as we've gone through our difficult times. Well, at the risk of sounding trite, I felt as I was having a religious experience in my car. I knew, I knew then which group I'm supposed to be coaching. Yeah, the moms with adult children with addiction. I think I knew that all along, deep down. But as I've realized, I have a pattern. When I'm supposed to be doing something, going in a different direction that seems difficult or challenging, I tend to go there kicking and screaming and then I end up loving it. So I guess I was in my regular pattern. Now, I still haven't seen a darn bluebird but I'm I've realized that that's not how my spirit guides communicate with me. I believe it was no accident that Aaron had me listen to that specific podcast. I believe that the gut reactions I feel at times, the knowing that I experience and the tu- the intuition that I have are all nudges that I receive from my spirit guides. So I'm no longer focused on seeing a bluebird, but I still wouldn't mind it. Do you feel that you're intuitive? And if so, how does your intuition speak to you? I'll soon be putting out some information on how you can connect with me for coaching. It'll probably be through the website. I plan to do both individual and group coaching. And I'm excited to tell you that Aaron, my son, is starting to coach as well. His focus is on individuals navigating or who have recently navigated the ugly path of addiction. In his coaching, he'll be sharing the tools and wisdom he gained through his journey of addiction to where he is now working a job he loves, having a lovely family, and realizing the life he's always wanted. Check out his Facebook page. It's entitled Freedom Coaching. Aaron and I would both truly appreciate your letting others know about our coaching. Anyone that you think would benefit from it, please let them know. And here's a really cool thing. Aaron and I plan to do some things together. Looking at the path of addiction through both of our eyes. We haven't worked out the details yet. This might start as a podcast episode. Maybe we'll spin off a separate podcast. And I know we'd both love to do some speaking. We'll just see where God and the universe takes us with this. I'm thinking the next podcast will be related to boundaries, which is probably the biggest part of my coaching with moms. Setting and keeping emotionally healthy boundaries helps us with so many different situations and people in every aspect of our lives. Unfortunately, we're not taught how to do this. And most of us learn by trial and error. And sadly, some of us are taught that having emotional boundaries is bad or that that means that we don't love or care about someone and nothing could be further from the truth. So stay tuned. Thank you for sharing your time with me to listen to the podcast. If you know of someone that may benefit from it, please share it with them. As always, I ask you to uh, subscribe if you like the podcast and rate and review. Thank you. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of self-harm or suicide, please contact the National Suicide Helpline. The number is 1-800-243-8255 and you can text 741-741. If you're a veteran, call the same number 1-800-243-8255 and press 1. Veterans can text 838-255. Again, thank you for your time. Take good care of yourself.